This is Saturday Morning Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Well, I'm yeah. still going to clap because yeah. I don't know how to start. Do like Three, two, one. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to a very special episode very special of saturday morning mysteries those listening to the podcast maybe we sound a little different my voice is clearly still fucked up yeah from yeah if you've been listening for the past few weeks also we haven't even introduced ourselves oh my god yes okay well this is a very special episode of people on the podcast it's because we're in the same place right now yes, people are. watching can clearly see that we're on one screen we're sitting on alexis's couch one of the hosts hello I am Alexis. Uh-huh. I'm Grace. My visitor this weekend. Hi. Um, yes, we are in the DC area, the DMV area the DMV, right now. Not the local uh D- Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> yeah, we're just this is what your local DMV looks like. It they let us record nice. here. Yeah, it's cool. They they're filling out paperwork <laughs> yeah, just behind yeah. you. We're actually see. people are waiting in line uh <laughs> for us to get done. So yeah. sorry guys, it's gonna take another take another ticket. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. That's why your DMV line yeah. takes so long. But no, we are in the DC, uh-huh. Maryland, Virginia area. Grace is out here visiting, doing some awesome stuff, aka crashing on my couch for a hey, couple of days. Well, this is my bed. <laughs> yeah, get it nice and warm for her. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so we figured while Grace is in town, what better thing to do than do a nice recording and get some more episodes up for Yay. our lovely, beautiful, wonderful podcast. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for tuning in. And we mm-hmm. hope that you enjoy this format. We wish we could say that it would be forever, but mm-hmm. probably just a couple of episodes. Gonna be two episodes. episodes, yeah. two episodes so <laughs> enjoy it while it lasts. While it lasts. <laughs> and if you know, if you want it to happen more, just you know, Venmo us money so we can buy flight say, tickets. Like, I guess if you guys like the format here, because like we're kind of cool with it. Like Venmo us money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patreon or something. Maybe we'll set it up. Just send us your your money and your social security numbers. Uh-huh. Um, and Credit then we'll be able numbers. to all of that information, and then we can easily travel yes. to opposite, literal opposite, literal coast different coasts to make this happen. More yes, often. different corners of the country. <laughs> Send us your Delta miles. Can you transfer those? I don't know, maybe all that stuff. Probably. I mean, you just need to like plug the number in when you book the. Oh flight. yeah. So yeah, send us those too. Send that to <laughs> us. Great. Um, well, our episode today, we're still on Rescue Rangers, mm-hmm. and. As you can tell, again, for those watching, Alexis has her laptop out, so she will be telling the story for today's be. episode. Yes, I will be. And today is a doozy. Okay. Let me tell you, I feel like I say that before way too many episodes. Especially of Rescue Rangers. Yeah, I think yeah. I said it a few times with um, uh, Darkwing Duck as well, but yeah. particularly with Rescue Rangers, we're talking about these episodes like... What the hell? How do we write for this? <laughs> uh-huh. so, so buckle in, dear audience, because today for the Rescue uh-huh. Rangers episode, we're going to take to the skies. All right. Okay. Yeah, we're taking to the skies. Okay. And actually, interestingly enough, Grace, this ties directly into a conversation that we were just having over our light breakfast <laughs> relating somewhat to World War II. <laughs> oh, yeah, our casual breakfast when Cas- we're together. Casual breakfast. Like how learned we are. Exactly. Speaking of of World War II and whatnot so, and for a nice breakfast of yes. bacon and toast. Yes, and coffee. Super, super basic shit. We're, <laughs> we're not that impressive, y'all. But no, so how is this related to World War II? Well, the episode that I will be recapping today mm-hmm. is uh, called The Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> 
So they didn't even make up a new they didn't name. Make up a new name. Yeah, that's it's just not the battle of the, the bulge. It's the battle of the bulge. Okay. Um, and this is season one, episode twenty-one of Rescue so Chip and Dale's Rescue uh-huh. Rangers. If you're watching on Disney Plus, I don't know what it is <laughs> in the the broadcast uh-huh. history, as we've discussed in the past. They do weird things, mm-hmm. but it came out October 9th, nineteen eighty-nine, and so. Real quick, I'm going to have to like, again, this is a half research podcast. If you've, <laughs> hey, always. If you've been listening to us <laughs> for the past couple of weeks, we are very uh, upfront and acknowledging that we are mm-hmm. not experts in most things mm-hmm. in life, especially the stuff that happens to be involved in these random animated <laughs> show episodes. Uh-huh. So real quick, I'm just going to like do the first paragraph Wikipedia. Good. Okay. This is my type of, of research. Of what the Battle of the Bulge is because Good. it... It kind of has to do with this episode, but it really actually doesn't. But this is just my chance to be nerdy and okay. be like, oh yeah, this thing happened. I know about it. Yes. Um, I did. I will also say I listened to a video on YouTube, like recapping it too. That you'll laugh at this. I'm pretty sure it was like the Imperial War Museum. I was like, well, this sounds like a very unbiased source <laughs> on war history. Um, okay. So like, let me watch. But yeah. so yeah, like a little I, propaganda again, on I YouTube. Research. Yeah, it was straight up war propaganda. <laughs> good, good. So anyway, though, the Battle of the Bulge, it was also known as the Ardennes Offensive. And it actually, it was like the most, one of, arguably one of the most important battles of World War II from what I've read. Okay. Because it was like the last major attempt by the Axis powers, aka the evil powers, mm-hmm. to like actually make a move against the Allied forces, and so it was one of the Allied forces' biggest moves against them. And the Axis powers had to retreat pretty much every battle after. Oh, okay. Um, so cool. it started as a German offensive campaign on the Western Front during World War II in a region like a very wooded and forested region between Belgium and Luxembourg, and again. I'm not a war historian or any sort of historian. I'm only we didn't talk about this. I thought Tuesdays, you were only oh on God. Tuesdays. Yes, I know. If we were recorded earlier, maybe. But essentially, one of the major factors playing a role in the Allied forces' success in that battle was mm-hmm. the fact that the German air defenses were weakened. They weren't able to do a oh. lot of aerial training and aerial reconnaissance because I think there was like a lot of storms or something around that time or something like that. So the allied powers were like, well, fuck it, we'll go into the storm. So they actually had a lot of aerial strikes against the Germans. Okay. A lot of other cool stuff happened. Again, we're not a war. We are not now, nor will we ever be a war podcast. A war podcast? Can you imagine? No. It would just be us yelling angrily the whole time. (laughs) True. If anything, would be an anti-war. But anyway. It would be us just angrily screaming the Wikipedia page as we read it aloud <laughs> like holding my laptop just, <laughs> just yelling at it um, yeah good. so yeah we're not a war podcast <laughs> we're not here to talk about war the main point of me talking about this is to say that this is the battle that the episode is named Got after her. and that aerial forces played a large role in the allied victory can i ask a quick question on it <laughs> i can't i don't know <laughs> are you the wikipedia page open let me hit control fine <laughs> so i can search what country did the battle happen so in? it was right in between um belgium and luxembourg it was launched through the densely okay. forested Arden Ardennes region so oh, I'm okay. not sure if it's 
if that is like its own independent region or if it's part of Belgium and Luxembourg. Okay, that's or, fine. We'll just say it's right on the border of those yeah, two. Yeah, literally everything I'm pulling up on Wikipedia right now, it says location, Belgium, Luxembourg, Luxembourg. Uh, France, well, Germany. You know what I, I wonder if it's one of those, like it was on like the border of all this yeah. and then post-World it, War II, how things got kind of shifted divided. a little yeah, bit. True, yeah, true, true. What of so those? Probskis. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Great. But it was like in that general, like four corners area. Okay. Sound. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, all right. If you're writing any papers on the Battle of the Bulge, you're welcome. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> Cite your sources. You'll get at least a D minus if you use <laughs> this podcast. Thesaurus.com for some big words. Yes. And you'll exactly. get maybe a D minus. Just don't forget to put your name on it because that's like a few instant points, I think. Yeah. But, bam. All Great. right. So, that is all to say that <laughs> this episode of Rescue Rangers. Uh, thankfully, does not really have to do with war whatsoever. It does not have to do with <laughs> World War II in particular. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Watching this episode, I was like, why the fuck did they name it that? Because it was just in the air and they were like. Yeah, we'll see. They do take swords. to the skies. And so okay. I guess their theory was like, oh, yeah, we learned about the Battle of the Bulge in high school. I remember <laughs> airplanes involved. Let's call the episode that. Okay. So. Are they in Europe in this episode? No. Uh, they're okay. in their normal city i guess what is it new, new york, york that's yeah what presume. yeah no, no, okay yeah. i was trying that's to throw a bone there they're not in europe it has nothing to do with germany france war Any of anything it. literally okay. there's helicopters and flying animals that we will get to in a moment okay and that's all we got great um okay and actually i was going to jump in but i forgot i do also have to give a disclaimer about this episode <laughs> so um, after I was about 75% of the way through, like getting everything together for it, I decided to Google the episode to just like read who some of the voices were and oh, stuff uh-huh. like that. And I then learned that this episode actually was banned from TV for a little bit. <laughs> um, what? Because it's a little offensive. Oh, oh. In classic, like, 80s cartoon oh fashion i was um, that it's not that could be anything i'm like you're in the skies right they could be offending everyone it's, it's the way they characterize a few of our guest appearances okay. in today's episode okay. and i'll get on to it we might have some interesting social conversations coming into play here I'm so fascinated the ramifications of this okay but um, yeah, so just to know, it is still on Disney Plus, so it wasn't like fully canceled or banned, yeah. but they had to like do they have take the, it like, off the message air. at the start of the episode? I can't remember. I don't think they do. I remember an episode of Darkwing Duck had that. Yes, though. yeah, Disney. Wild. For those who don't yeah. know, Disney Plus will have messages now on particularly offensive episodes that say like. Hey, guess what? We realized this episode's mm-hmm. fucked up. Sorry, you're warned. Yeah. Um, I forget if this one had it. It might have. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. It definitely would have been, it probably would have made the cut for like that standard. Got it. <laughs> if they okay. took it off of TV. Yes. For a that's why bit. that's why I had to ask. So yeah, bear okay. with me. Um <laughs> I'm gonna 
I'm going to try to not laugh through the offensive parts, but okay. la- laughter is our coping mechanism. Truly, truly. So, dear audience and Grace. <laughs> I'm part of the audience. You now. are. I, I know. I'm like, do I look at you? I like, don't know where to look. I've been thinking about this whole time. Yeah. Cause also it's like, I mean, if you're listening on the podcast and us looking at the camera, doesn't, really doesn't matter. matter. But if you're yeah. watching on YouTube, Hey, what's like, up? we're trying to engage with you as well. Yeah. So, but it's also weird to be looking at her yeah. right next to me. I don't know. Was this what people on TV? have to deal with I don't, I don't know well it's like been on tv interviews you're, you're supposed you don't look at the other person you look at like you look here at the camera, or yeah, like yeah yeah anyway, well, whatever well what we should do next time is just set up multiple cameras to <laughs> make it even more complicated oh my god I all would right. just curl the little ball <laughs> so anyways all right our story today it begins with an anxious gaggle of reporters who are crowded on the roof of a high rise in the city. Again, we presume New York city as humans, humans, human reporters. Yes. And so the group, they're like frantically snapping all these photos and, you know, shouting questions to to the local police chief, chief Mm. Marley. And so as they're, you know, on this high rise rooftop, by the way, Mm -hmm. a helicopter flies overhead and it begins to like descend over the skyscraper. And so you got like wind everywhere, all their shit's blowing around. Uh-huh. And the helicopter, it starts to lower down a um, like this giant um, safe. <laughs> and like a, secu- okay. and like a security detail is like attached to it oh, or whatever. Okay. And cool. yeah, so it seems like it should be this very high security, very secure situation. Yeah. With the police chief being there too, like flagging them down. But meanwhile, all of these reporters right, are also like there. public access, whatever. And it's not only reporters who are there. It's also a very rich woman named Lady Richmore. <laughs> Of course. What else would her be? Yes. She's more rich than any of yes. us. Yes. And she changed her name to let you know. Yeah. She's more rich than rich. You know? yeah. Yeah. Imagine if that actually was like her her birth her name. Birth name. Or like her, her parents changed their name so that to let them know. Like we are magnates. Thank you very yes, much. Indeed. <laughs> um, and so you're probably wondering, well, what the fuck is all the commotion about all of these reporters? Yes. Why are they on this high rise with the police chief and this rich ass lady mm-hmm. in this armored like yeah. detail carrying or yeah, dropping this safe. safe? Well, as it turns out, there have been a number of jewel thieves or jewel heists, Ooh, I should say. Love it. Coming back to jewelry yes, heists. There's been a lot of those happening in the city. <laughs> And so the local police force has had to take like a lot of actions to try to, of course, help the rich people and the rich people only transport Mm. their jewels across town. Oh my God. Yeah. Lady Richmore is so rich that she paid for the fucking actually, let's be real. The taxpayers fucking paid for this (laughs) shit. It is an armored helicopter. They've purchased actually taxpayers maybe did not pay for it because the government loves just giving states and localities tanks. Armored. Vehicles, yeah, military equipment. Yep. 
another podcast. Not a war podcast. I mean, uh, war. That's not war. What now? Anyway, <laughs> so these reporters, they're like very anxious to see if this method is going to work because they're like, okay, all of these robberies have been happening. The richest among us, you know, that's what gets Rich the reporters. Yeah, that's what gets reporters' attention. Yeah, like the richest among us are having all of their jewels heisted. Oh, no. What are we going to do? And so they're pressing Chief Marley, asking him questions like, "Are you sure this armored helicopter is really going to work?" Mm. I mean. We don't know. You kind of was like falling on your ass in the past. What's going to happen? Uh-huh. But Marley's like, oh, absolutely. Don't worry. Like rich, wealthy citizens trying to, to ensure <laughs> his donors, ah. like, a straight up politician that is, trying yeah. to ensure them like rich, wealthy citizens like Miss Lady Richmore uh-huh. here, they can, you know, transport their jewels in complete safety. Oh my God. Unless, of course, you know, our criminals grow wings. <laughs> Good one, Chief Marley. Good one. Remember what the name of this episode's called? Mm. Chief Marley, yeah, you cool. dog, you. And yeah, the reporters, everyone starts laughing too. It's like, not that good of a joke. It's so true. It really wasn't actually, but they're sucking up. He's a police. Yeah, yeah, he's a politician. And yep. Lady fucking Richmore. Yep. So, which I feel like the more I say it, that would kind of be like a cool. Um, like a stage name, like for a female rapper. Yes. Oh my God. Richmore. Lady Richmore. Copyright it. Yeah. It's our copyright. Yeah, that's trademark. mine. That's mine. Can't we take it. it. It's on this date, 62522. We've, oh, we've got the timestamp. Anyway. So yeah, they go to open up this safe and kind of like show off how this mm. taxpayer funded investment, military, militarized God. investment will pay off. Uh-huh. And um, when they open the safe, actually, they see that all of this, all of the jewels have been removed. Of course. Of course. Of course. But it's not Awkward. an empty safe. <laughs> oh. There's just literally a heap of garbage and it like oh, trash. Damn. But like food waste. So apple cores, banana peel. Okay. It looks like um just like mushed up previously eaten like food. Gross. Pretty disgusting. Gross. Yeah, okay. Disgusting and wasteful. Yeah. Uh, like compost that dude. Yeah. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, yes. Anyway, so Lady Richmore, when Chief Marley opens the door, that's the pretty awkward. Door, she, yeah, super awkward because he <laughs> also is just like, <laughs> of course, this taxpayer is going to work. Uh, Lady Mich- Richmore just like straight up like screams and faints, <laughs> like passes out, <laughs> like lands in Chief Marley's arms, <laughs> and they like fall into the pile of trash. As if all of those jewels are insured. Yeah. And she's going to get the payout. going to get paid more, more. <laughs> she's gonna, she's more. gonna be even more rich lady more rich richer more 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 richer god her name anyway so naturally this embarrassing moment is like media fodder so all the cameras move in they're snapping pictures and chief marley's face putting microphones in his Mm. face and everything and he's just like clearly fuck he's equally pissed off and embarrassed yes and so the scene then takes us to i guess the local nypd precinct station whatever mm-hmm. and we see a detective spinelli on the phone okay. yelling um, over the phone talking to chief marley actually and chief okay. marley he's giving him the rundown 
on everything that's just happened. And you hear Spinelli just repeating it back to him, like (laughs) very confused on what he's being asked to look into. Like the pilots didn't see anything. Mm. They swear the jewels were there before. Oh my God. What the fuck? And he's like angry. It's like, dude, like, I mean, your anger is not going to help. Yeah. Like it's not your fault. He's saying it like his team failed or something. It's like, no, like, no one knows what the fuck is right, happening. Right, that's, that's what you need that's, to figure yeah, out that's right what you need to That's the goal out. here. Exactly. And so a couple of his officers, they're like already on the case with him. They're bringing by evidence and stuff from the crime mm. scene, a.k.a. They just but dump a box of trash oh, on his no. desk and he's like filing through. Oh, like, Get no, the fuck poor here. guy. Yeah, right. But also hilarious that like that's their evidence. <laughs> Like, <laughs> figure it out. Got some more evidence, chief. Yeah. <laughs> hope you didn't need anything. Yeah. Hope you didn't need those papers or anything disgusting. on there. Um. And so, yeah, I've gotten a few minutes through this episode, and you're probably like, "Where the fuck do the rescue rangers?" Yeah, that's why I was then? asking if they were humans. Yeah. And no. we were like helicopter. I was like, Guess "Yeah." Not. So yeah. the rescue rangers, and this is my theory. I know we've discussed this in the past, but this is my theory on how they probably come across a lot of their detective uh, assignments. Yes. The rescue rangers happen to be actually chilling at this police station. <sighs> They're like perched up on top of a ceiling. Oh my God, just listening. Just listening in and actually being little shits and like stealing food from the detectives like desk. And stuff. Oh my God. Cause you know, stereotypical detective or cop always eating donuts and like coffee. That's pretty funny. So Good. they have like a fishing line or something. Oh my they're, God, like, they're pulling. stealing it. Yeah, and the detectives are all like, what the, what's happening to my food? So like, they're actively being thieves. Yeah. In, in the police Pretty department. fucking bold. <laughs> pretty bold if wow. you ask I kind of love it. Cool. Yeah. Great. Um, so they're like halfway doing that. That's mostly Monty and Dale who that are stealing up. the food. Yeah. And then meanwhile, Chip and Gadget and Zipper are like listening yeah, in on notes. Detective Spinelli. Yeah. yeah. And so Gadget is very interested in what the detective is saying down there on that mm. phone call. She's like leaning more into the logical and reasonable side of the mm. rescue rangers, like questioning how thieves are stealing jewels from midair. Like how how is this happening? This sounds like something we might need to look into. Chip, on the other hand, leaning into his emotional like tendencies. Uh He's jealous, wondering why the rescue rangers never get cases like this. (laughs) Of course. course. He always is like, there's another, there's, I hope there's bigger crime out there, but we're missing it. But come on, this could be our case. Oh my God. And so, as I said, Monty and Dale, and actually I guess Zipper, he was with Monty and Dale too. They're, you know, know about to eat this fresh donut that they just stole off uh-huh. of the detective's desk lol and so anyways back down on the ground that's that's what the rescue rangers are, are up to this whole time yeah Got exactly cool. doing so then back down on the ground with the detectives they're you know going through all of the information that they have and very funny like funnily the first question that spinelli really like throws out there is what kind of deranged and criminally insane individual would stop to snack on fresh fruits in the middle of a jewel heist? <laughs> like that's what he's wondering. Like who eats yeah, fruit in the middle needs, of a heist? Like you need the energy. Yeah, and that's Got kind it. of that's kind of what the officer says back to him. Like a hungry one. Like, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, like he obviously was so hungry that he had time yeah, to stop. He needs that little food. sugar rush. Yeah. 
More like we're just that bad at our jobs as cops that he could take the time to peel the (laughs) banana, eat the apple. Little column A. Little column B. That makes sense. Uh, But whatever the explanation is, that one did not make Spinelli happy. So he like berates them and tells them to get the fuck out of his (laughs) office and get back on the case and working. Makes sense. Uh, But all of this food talk, it's getting the detective hungry. And so as his officers are leaving, he actually, (laughs) he opens his desk drawer and reaches in for a sandwich yes that was just loosely <laughs> oh, sitting. that's disgusting just a loose sandwich. i, I hate that i don't even think it was on a plate it's <laughs> just like just and like just, and it's not like a desk at home or like maybe you keep your kitchen drawers or something right like yeah no this is like his police office <laughs> desk yeah, there's probably like probably gross as fuck i was gonna say there's probably blood in there yeah. somehow and shit and he's just like, like fucking evidence like yeah. a drug bus yeah. like cocaine all just, over his sand maybe, maybe that's why he puts it there actually, yeah. yeah he's like actually rubbing it even sprinkles it on mm-hmm. cool. he's got like a little salt shaker yeah. in there just coke <laughs> he's like jittering after yeah. um it gets actually even gross sir because as he's like getting this desk out he then grabs a piece of cheese out of his best suit not like in a wrapper just again loose piece that's, of cheese that's my hell that's fucking disgusting I, I literally wrote yummy like in parentheses <laughs> like so i could say it like so i don't i don't i don't like this um yeah and so he puts that loose piece of cheese on top of that bad he should, boy he should get fired yes. he did it but he's the criminal he, arrest him he is, arrest that man he's a serial killer <laughs> oh absolutely. absolutely without a doubt yes she or detective spinelli put Look him into him yeah um but as he like has the sandwich open and the reason why i'm explaining this sandwich uh-huh. in detail so much he's got it open and he's putting the cheese on and he looks away to like get some condiments or whatever no oh. so monty you know how we talked i think in your first episode how dale gets his like sugar rushes yes yeah monty also gets these ridiculous like drug addict level crack addict status type of reactions whenever he smells or scents cheese oh my God. in particular and so as soon as the officer pulls this piece of cheese out uh-huh. of his desk disgusting ew monty disgusting even more is like oh my god like his eyes start spinning uh, like his out. hair like fret like frizz oh my god up, and nope. he jumped down from the uh from the ceiling fan oh. on literally on the sandwich <laughs> and as the uh detective is looking away he like puts the bun back on top or the piece of oh bread back on so he now has a this is <laughs> how disgusting this is fucking gross <laughs> first off eating a sandwich that was just loosely stored in your dirty desk and then putting a piece of loose cheese on it that i presume was also freely hanging out Ew. in said desk Ew, free cheese. and then finding a rat or maybe a mouse I think a new york city rodent yes on that sandwich i don't want that sandwich no it's a bad sandwich um this freaks the detective out naturally as he goes to take a bite of yes it as a it should tail in his face and so then like all of the officers and the detectives start chasing monty around oh my God. the precinct trying to like shoo him out of there oh, and uh meanwhile the rest of the rest of the rescue rangers are up on the van like okay we should probably like sneak on out of yeah, we should probably leave so good they, luck monty uh, yeah somehow monty gets out too I okay great. i don't remember if they like pull him back up and then all leave together but somehow 
they all get out. You know, safely. this is a large meta statement on like addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they pull them back up from underwater? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like the links you'll go to to like feed your addiction. Yes. Oh man, wow. Rescuers uh, getting deep. Yeah, and actually so deep that literally back at the ranger hideout, they have an intervention. <laughs> The next scene, they stage an intervention oh, for Monty. Oh, my God. Because when they get back, the first thing Monty does, he's rifling through their fridge. To try and find everything. Some... Just like. Oh, we're going on a bender. A, a fucking bender. This dude, just any food and snacks they have, he's shoving it into his face. Oh, no. And Chip is pissed because remember, he, they were like trying to listen in on that. Where they were like, had yeah, an act of crime. that we were thinking of looking oh, into. No. Monty, you almost got us caught, by the way, and like killed, you know. We know those cops would have fucking killed yeah, us. Yeah, they were about to shoot you. Anyway. <laughs> and- <laughs> For those listening on the podcast. <laughs> we're just looking very seriously into the camera. Uh, um, and so... Chip, yeah, he's pissed. He's saying that Monty needs to quit all of his snacking. And Dale Damn. chimes in, noting that they all could have been caught back at the station True. because all Monty could do was just like exercise his food addiction, his Damn. all his cravings. So Monty's like, you know, you guys are exaggerating. I'm in the I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> I don't have an addiction. You yeah, do. You do. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Which also, though, the fact that he says he's in the best shape of his life is funny because no one was saying that. They were just saying that, like, dude, there's a time and a place to be eating. Yeah. It's probably not, like, good to steal food from a detective while we're illegally, are, we're already stealing shit from them. Yeah. And we're, like, staking out their agency. Yeah. Like, it's like, here and on crime. Yeah. Like, your addiction is truly getting us into uh, violent scenarios with literally surrounded by an armory basically exactly with law enforcement yes. so no thank you they're, they're supposed to be friends with them so yeah. they can, like collaborate on aka take their cases exactly yes. collaborate aka steal <laughs> um, and so monty yeah he's saying i'm in great shape like you guys don't know what you're talking about <clears throat> but as he's explaining this he breaks two of their fucking chairs <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't want to get into fat shaming in this episode, and we're not going to no, actually. No. But it's just very funny that he's like, "I'm doing great, I'm mate. right?" <laughs> and the chair explodes underneath him, and then he like gets another one, and he's like, <laughs> it, it like thing. starts creaking, and he's like, "Oh!" And then it just explodes oh, again. Oh, yeah. Oh, boom. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then at that same time, Zipper is like adding into like poking his gut. Like, <laughs> Damn Monty. Zipper. Savage. And so, so Monty is like, you know what? You're right. If I'm gonna be a rescue ranger, I gotta like shape up. I gotta be stricter with my diet, mm. get on an exercise regimen. And it's funny because at first like dale is excited like oh sweet so monty's gonna start eating like healthy shit now all the sweets will be for me yeah he's like yes but monty is like no addictions here yeah exactly monty's like no we gotta cleanse this shit it can't be around me at all the rescue rangers cleanse yes the latest trend and that is the b plot of today's episode y'all that the rescue rangers are meanwhile (laughs) cleansing doing an exercise regimen juice cleanse he ropes the entire 
entire gang into doing oh my god all of these exercises cooking this healthy disgusting like what like what was it wheat germ root or like worm mm-hmm. worm root oh something god. parsley sprays <laughs> all bad. um and then also though meanwhile like as you see like montages of them exercising in the ranger Amazing. station you see like news stories playing about these safes. Oh, so they just forgot about yeah, the case? they kind of did. Like they're still tuned into the news, but like reporters are like, safes are still being burglarized <laughs> that are like robbed out there, by the way. Huh. Rich people's jewels are still being stolen, huh. by the way. And you just see them like jump roping and like <laughs> boxing each other and shit. But, uh, we'll get to it yeah, eventually. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. The, the cops got it. It's, it <laughs> seems like they had enough evidence in that pile of trash, <laughs> trash. to figure something yeah. out. But then one morning, pro- probably like the next morning after they start this exercise regimen, Monty ropes the gang into doing the most awful of awful things, at least in my opinion. And I okay. know many of our viewers and okay. listeners are probably going to laugh at me and hate me for saying this. Okay. But he forces the gang to go for an early morning run. <laughs> <laughs> that is your hell. That's, that is my hell. That's all of your in, days. Any you day would... run, any time, any any time of day run is my especially hell. early morning. Especially early morning. <laughs> I will go for a run in the evening, maybe in the early afternoon. But I will not do anything that requires me to function as a human before eight a.m. <laughs> and when I say early, I mean early. It's like ass crack of dawn like sun is coming up and as they're on this run it's so early that you've got like local food vendors actually dropping their deliveries off to restaurants and stuff like that early okay and actually they run past a man doing this on their run he's unloading like crates of fresh fruit into a Mm. like a grocery store into some local shops and chip and dale like look They've been starved because Monty is feeding them fucking <laughs> parsley sprays. Yeah, nothing. Making them work out like eight hours a day doing oh this kind of yeah. shit. So they see the fruit and they're like, oh my God, food, fuck yeah. yeah so finally. They, so they just like kind of inch off the trail way. while like the other three keep going. Amazing. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and they start like just munching on this amazing wonderful free fresh to them, fresh, yeah, fresh to free to them. <laughs> um and so as they're munching away depleting this honest fruit delivery man of his produce <laughs> the crate that they're in it like starts to shake and you actually hear a sketchy voice saying like this one will do this crate here is good to go also real quick yeah your version of a sketchy voice was just my voice it's just my voice okay. right now <laughs> it's just my voice i mean (laughs) it's a little it's sketchy you know what your mom when i picked up the phone this morning thought i was you so this is true so (laughs) ma'am i think probably because i talked to her last week or a couple weekends ago and my voice voice was gone damn are you still what's wrong with you what happened to you (laughs) um anyway so Oh yeah. And I actually wanted to make my voice sound sketchier, but I was like, I don't know how many impressions I want to do today. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of characters in this episode. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Got it. Actually, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll get some more impressions in the, in the near future. Great. Maybe. So anyway, <laughs> another not so trustworthy sounding voice says, well, I'll go ahead and I'll grab the bananas and you get that crate there. And so we zoom out and we see three henchmen actually. Okay. <clears throat> 
a lizard with like a fedora of some sort. Okay. And this nice slick, I want to say he's like wearing like a red jacket or something. Uh-huh. He's one. And then we've got a strung out cat. <laughs> <laughs> he like has like whiskers that are like all mangled and like scratches on his face. And uh-huh. I think like a cut out of his ear. So it was like a true like street he's cat. Like super like street cat. cat. Yeah. Feral cat wearing like a blue vest and like a beanie. Uh-huh. And then I think think like a mole or something who also has on a beanie actually okay. maybe, maybe he's the one wearing a red sweater too i think it's him anyway colors don't really matter <laughs> whatever but yeah so this is like this trio of henchmen who are carrying these crates of fruit aka stealing these crates of fruit uh-huh. out of the back of the truck while the delivery man is delivering stuff inside and while Chip and Dale are inside in that crate. of one of the crates. Mm. Yeah. And their friends don't know where And their went. friends don't know while their Safe. friends continue their morning cool. run. That's right. why you don't go for morning runs. Exactly. Um, this is why it's awful and evil. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it's it. It's not safe. Stay home. Stay in bed. <laughs> eat ice cream instead. Never leave bed. <laughs> do, do, not yeah, safe don't outside the bed. <laughs> the hypochondria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hypochondriacs <laughs> listening and they're like, see? See? I told I you. I knew it. Dale was right. <laughs> yeah. They were right. So um, as the, uh, the feral strung out cat, they're like, you know, carrying these crates out. And the cat, he's like asking if they've got enough. The lizard's like, of course, mm. at least, you know, for the fools that the boss is using. Okay. And they're like hauling the goods away. So we then see them haul these crates into this very large brick. Um, it looks like a, it almost looks like a warehouse. Okay. But maybe also like with offices integrated into it. Oh, so like basically a renovated warehouse, which yeah. is very trendy now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And of course, it was in, in 1989. Well, yeah, like, yeah, like we work before <laughs> they crash. Yeah. Yeah. Before Way all before that happened. Yeah. Um, but even funnier, and maybe actually if we work had something like this, this is why they went bankrupt. Perfect. There's a giant golden cat statue on top of this warehouse. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Subtle. Oh, very subtle. <laughs> okay. I wonder who's inside. <laughs> and so, dear listeners um, and or viewers, if you are a fan of the Rescue Rangers and have watched many episodes, uh, you probably know that one of their biggest foes, yes. literally in stature and in like, <laughs> prominence, is uh-huh. a giant fat cat who goes by the name of Fat Cat. <laughs> creative writers and if the giant fat golden cat statue on the top of the warehouse did not already give it away Uh learn very quickly that this is the headquarters office slash home of fat cat and that these three henchmen they are his little lackeys running Mm. out apparently going to get fruit for him okay or at least on his behalf for whatever Mm -hmm. reason and so they bring this fruit up to his office and that cat, he's like very, very pleased. Remember the rescue rangers or at least Chip and Dale are still in this oh, crate. I truly forgot. Yeah. yeah it's a good reminder. They're still in this crate. Okay. And so, and, Being delivered and, to their arch. Exactly. And so cool. they're like, where the fuck are we going? And when they realize they're like, oh my God, it's oh. that cat. So they're like hiding behind fruit. And oh stuff. no. Okay. But fat cat, he's very pleased with the henchman's <clears> hall. <throat> 
That is until he realizes that there are no fucking pears in the crate. How <sighs> dare they? Because he knows that his guests who are on their way over, who I will get to in a moment, okay. that they love pears. And so okay. he's, you know, rifling through this crate of fruit while like Chip and Dale are like hiding yeah. behind different pieces and also, everything. Yeah. I'm like now waiting because at the start you were like, there's some offensive things. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming there's some stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So I immediately was like, what stereotype is related to people loving pears? Like yeah. what, what group of humans are, is the show about to be racist about with yeah. pairs? Like, yeah. okay. I'm very interested in yeah. this connection. It'll probably take a twist because, well, we'll see. Okay. It's okay. Been, I've, I've just been trying to be like, where's the, where, yeah, it's where's going to take a dark turn? It's, it's Go on. The next few lines here. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to make it fun and lighthearted before I get to it. I know where <laughs> I'm like, tell me the fucked up stuff. <laughs> here it comes so okay (laughs) so before fat cat can discover the rescue rangers in the crate because Mm -hmm. they're hiding in and you know around and underneath different pieces of fruit as he's rifling through Uh the doorbell rings which i didn't know like are there doorbells in offices or warehouses i don't know which is why i'm like i don't know what this building is he like lives there but also like huh. works there it's just a secret like layer but like not secret at all because there's it's, a golden it's statue the yeah it's super super recognizable and okay. obvious but what is? and so at this point the um the henchmen are like very terrified by fat cat's emotional swing which mm. excuse me i will say is also like something very common with him which like a cat they're very temperamental yes yes um you know at one point he was very like oh good job with this haul of fruit uh-huh. you guys are so great <laughs> but there's no pear <laughs> flips the table yeah, literally oh. i mean not literally, but like could that have. energy yeah. that okay. energy yeah. right and yikes. so they're like the henchmen are all huddled in the corner yikes as a fat cat is like turning around to go get the door and actually before i get to this offensive These part henchmen need to unionize <laughs> tell me about it they might want to unionize with his guests who are oh, about to come okay. in too but i'm gonna leave that on a cliffhanger for just a second yes, truly because i just remembered and like pseudo trying to imitate fat cat's voice <laughs> Um, just very nerdily, I'll say I don't know the voice actor's name, but he also voices Cat from Cat Dog. Oh shit! Yeah. Really? <laughs> I was watching Cat it, Actor. I was like, Where have I heard this voice before? Oh and my god! It, it was like one line that he said that I was like, "Oh my god, that's, that's him. Cat from Cat Dog!" Because it like he is also a cat. Yeah, and he, Cat and Cat Dog is always fucking angry. Yeah. So as soon as he started yelling at the henchman, I was like, oh my God. Oh, now I feel like dog is there too. Wow. Like, God, I fucking loved that show. So good. The show was anyway, formative in my life. Yes. Yes. Great. Great show. So anyway, to the offensive Amazing. part of the episode now. <laughs> yes. We've arrived. Welcome. Inevitably. So back at, <laughs> he goes to answer the door mm-hmm. and in enters three, uh, Jamaican fruit bats. <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh no. And Fat Cat described these three as his little winged messengers. Oh no. And I will just note, and it's funny because I wrote this before actually reading the can- about the cancellation or whatever of this episode. <laughs> uh huh. 
So I'm glad that I I did see it too. And I was like, okay, maybe it's good that they canceled it. They put a pause on this one. Uh-huh. Because what I've written here is I will just note these bats have horrible accents. Oh no. Like one of them you could maybe argue is Jamaican sounding, but it's obviously not only is it not a Jamaican actor. voice yeah. actor, it's not even a black voice it's actor. It's just a white guy. It's straight up a white guy. Oh, like, like this. Oh man. no. One of the accents is like shitty Jamaican white guy accent. Another is like Russian or like Spanish or Romanian with like a hint of a like Caribbean twang or what? something. It's probably the same white guy. It's, I looked, this is why I looked it up because I was like, who the fuck? Like, and was it? It was two guys voicing three bats. So yeah, that's how it makes it worse. Were, yeah. The, yeah. The, the they, multiple. They were like, we're not just going to use one white guy. Yeah. We're going to use two, two white racist white guys. <laughs> I'm not going to call them racist, but like the I accents mean, were just so fucking. If that's what they thought, bad. they. Like Jamaican they were people like, sounded like trying to make it cartoony too, and it just made it worse. And also, though, it's like you know that the writers and the directors were like egging them, like, no, do a little further, further, yeah. Also, I'll get you have to be villains because exactly, okay. like one, you guys are the bad guys, but also we're trying to make you like the funny villains too, because Fat Cat is like the, uh, just serious. the evil, serious yeah. for no reason, and then oh, the henchmen no. are like the stupid villains and yeah. they're like the comedic relief okay can i briefly yeah. ask yeah obviously the accents horrible mm-hmm. offensive how did they draw them pretty bad i mean they like, look like animated bat oh oh no bad actually so yeah <laughs> i was like um was there no, no, no racist drawing no happening yeah, it was pretty too? bad one of them i think at least one of them definitely had dreads Okay. Um, I'm trying to see if there's a picture on this page here. I don't think it's gonna load quickly enough for me to yeah. Anyway, one okay. of the we'll, we'll look. one of yeah, and we obviously add pictures for the people watching. Yes. Yeah, um, as I'm like questioning it, there's gonna be one the picture, right here. Yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, so one of them definitely had dreads. Okay, they were all I want to say wearing like hats. One of them had like the beanies, uh, with, like the red. That's black. what I was like wondering. Yeah. Of, like another they just, like another one had like either a fedora or like newsies, like the scully type. And you're like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I was like, okay, but then they. Had had on like bright shirts like with patterns and okay stuff too. okay yeah so the depictions of the bats is uh it's not great yeah just add it it's not great added to the um, cancellation of yeah. this episode rightfully yeah got it okay. so <clears throat> let me also just say too we're gonna do a little tangent here because i did a little i half researched fruit bats while, while watching because i was Fun. one i was thinking like hmm I mean, I'm sure they're bats and they're bats like fucking everywhere. Yeah. So okay. yes. I was like, I wonder why they had to be fruit bats. And also I wonder like why they had to be Jamaican. Jamaican? That was my biggest thing. I was yeah. like, are fruit bats really common in Jamaica? Oh, well, as it turns out, fruit bats are legitimately all over the world. Okay. In fact, fruit bats, uh-huh. it's actually a broad term that describes almost 200 types of a bat subspecies. Oh. Yeah, it's not like one particular type so of bat. So like it's saying like saying it's like ninety percent dog, wolf, like yeah, that kind type of, of thing. kind of. It's like yeah, there's like, like hound dog, yeah, a shitload. Of exactly. That. Okay. There's like two hundred types of subspecies of bats who eat fruit. 
and they just call them fruit bats. Oh. It's not like a, a particular. Yeah. And so it has one nothing type. specifically to do with Jamaica. Exactly. That's why I was like cool. trying to like reason reason with them. Like maybe they had to be, I know that it's not true, but like, maybe I'm really I'm trying to help. What if like they had these two voice actors just kind of like on hand and they were like, what accent can you do? And they were like, we can do a Jamaican (laughs) accent. Listen. And then they try it. And the writers are like, that's the best you you got. Okay. You're hired. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Yikes. Okay. Interesting. And so, um, yeah. So essentially all this bat talk is to say that like, they really, (laughs) they really didn't have to be so offensive here or like even have any particular stereotypes whatsoever Uh but they clearly wanted to use this to help develop the story because as we see um and it gets even more offensive than just having this like offensive depiction it's the way that they integrate these characters into the story and some of the lines that they use around them fat cat he's like clearly swindling these bats he's literally paying them with fruit that his henchmen have stolen. Oh, so fruit no. that he's not even paying for oh, yeah. in return for committing <clears throat> crimes that are making fat cat richer than fuck. All right. Ah, yeah. So again, we're Terrible. having a, a like again, meta or macro look at exactly, some exploitation. Exactly. What did I say? We're gonna get into some social issues. Here. Okay. So very some like very xenophobic xenophobic lines that they like weave in as well i'm mm. actually going to skip over i think i don't think i wrote them down because i was like i feel bad enough even just addressing them. Yeah. yeah so anyway <laughs> after okay. that discussion of exploitation and essentially wage uh and slave labor yeah i was about to be like so just uh, slavery slave labor yep. yeah so fat cat, he, um, he lets these bats in and they immediately notice this crate of fruit and mm-hmm. they go wild. They like flock over to it. Like, Oh, we haven't, ah, no, don't do the accents. <laughs> don't do the accents. Like, Oh no, we haven't had any fruit. You just do the most monotone version of the voice. Oh no, there's no Make fruit here. As, like neutral and agnostic <laughs> as possible. Like this is a computer <laughs> there is there no is here. <laughs> but there are no pairs <laughs> and so they're like super hungry and they start to fly over to this crate of fruit but before they can like really go to town on it fat cat he like pulls it away from them and says uh-uh before you eat the fruit, I'm going to need you guys to do one teeny tiny little job okay. for me. Yep. And so the fruit bats agree, noting that they will do anything for the fruit mon. Lol and ug. I think that's the only line of theirs that I'm going to put oh, in. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have even thrown that one in there. I think it was good to throw in to get the full <laughs> To remind extent. you how cringy it yes, is. That, yes, that like that was maybe the least worst line yeah. to show that, that everything else most, is even worse. That was the most PC line that I could Jesus. really throw okay. in. And so these, uh, the trio of bats, you know, at first, before Fat Cat was able to like steal the crate of fruit from them, they're like fighting over a pineapple or whatever that Chip and Dale also happened to be hiding inside of, which I don't know how they hollowed out the pineapple and got in. Doesn't fucking matter. They're hiding inside of a pineapple. We're not asking for the questions. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a botanist. 
this. I don't know. Her, like, <laughs> I'm not a fraudologist. Whatever the fuck you call it. I don't fucking know. But Great. anyway, so Fat Cat, you know, after fighting over this pineapple, Fat Cat tells them to calm down, saying, you guys, time to go get to work on this little job. Okay. And then he has a quick mood shift and screams like, right now. Oh, okay. Temperamental cat. Need to unionize again. Yeah, exactly. The henchmen's union. <laughs> Henchmen and bats come together uh-huh. <laughs> in the racial divide. Yeah, work a together. powerful interracial union. Yeah, exactly. This is a multi-racial working class yes. struggle. International guys. union. Come together in this video. is now about to get canceled or banned. <laughs> so like, no, we can have no talk of multi-racial working class. No. <laughs> no. Hate each other. Yeah. Hate each each other oh my god anyway <laughs> again the <laughs> fbi and caa always watching our videos they're our biggest fans i'm pretty <laughs> I mean, sure thanks for yeah cia fbi don't forget to like <laughs> review <laughs> subscribe Tinder, comment tell your manager thanks <laughs> anyway and so after being berated and yelled at by this fucking mood swingy as hell cat the bats they quickly scoop the fruit up into a sack <laughs> they're like apologizing tepidly to bat cat and of course, like not looking as they're scooping things in the bag, they accidentally scoop Chip and Dale. Oh, wow. The Chip and Dale are they're going through it. Again, Damn. do not go for a morning run. <laughs> this the is moral, what happens. The moral of the story. <laughs> no more running. <laughs> and so this is our platform. This is our political this is platform. Our platform. No more running. <laughs> Where's my soapbox? <laughs> you see you like with a megaphone, <laughs> like in the middle no of the Capitol. No more runs. Um, meanwhile, People are clearly protesting other things. Yeah. For, for those watching, it is uh, June 25th, 2022, as of our recording. So there, and we are in the yeah, D.C. I area. I was going to say, this is why, the protest is why my voice sounds like this, yeah. as of what happened yesterday. Um, yes. So <laughs> lots of things. My riding platform. Yeah, people are going to love me at parties. Mm. So anyway, the bats, they take this sack of fruit and they fly out of that uh, fat cat's <laughs> warehouse office thing. Mm-hmm. They're flying over the city with this giant sack and they're kind of like chatting with each other, just noting how fat cat is like freaking out of his mind, mm-hmm. how he just has these crazy mood swings. And they're like, yeah, man, but at least he gives us the fruit. Uh, in a much more offensive accent. Yes. yes. Um, and so, whoopsie, it's just accidentally like crazy scrolled. <laughs> just X out like, of it. Ah, well, and this episode's over. over and they took the fruit, they dropped Chippendale off and, and went on their merry way. I don't know what happened with those safe robberies. Well, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. The end. My laptop is, I can't open it back up. <laughs> um, so anyway, Chip and Dale, they're overhearing this conversation with the bats and they're like, well, we got to get the fuck out of here. I don't know where they're carrying this sack of fruit, but we need to go. And mm. so like in total, like Captain America and like Iron Man Avengers, the actress, oh. they jump out of this sack that's in midair being carried by these bats. Oh, yeah. Just like, wee, like free falling. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
<laughs> but like they like catch an antenna on a building or whatever like, like, key, and, like yeah like flip over it like God. Dennis, and then do like stealthy superhero landing wow i'm impressed yeah. rangers let's fucking go yeah they, oh, yeah their, they, their stunt team is awesome because they worked out for three days <laughs> for three all days. of a they sudden had, they, did, they did that one montage and, like, they stretched and out good. For, like one block run this yeah. before they like left the rest of the gang amazing um and so they, uh, yeah, they're like not sure what these fruit bats are doing for Fat Cat, but they're like, whatever it is, we need to go back to get the rescue rangers, get the ranger plane and try to follow them. Mm. We need to go quick before they get too far away. Mm-hmm. So they run back to their hideout and they tell the crew that they've got a new case, a.k.a. Awesome. we got more leads on the case that we originally wanted to work on. Weeks until Monty ago. Got us fucking in trouble. Yep. Yes. And so they're they're like, ah, we got to get the ranger plane fired up to track down these bats. And it's actually super cute and intense. Like they're running into the ranger station and like Aww. Chip's like flailing on his jacket, putting on his fedora. Like, yeah, get the plane going. Like it's action time, y'all. It's a very montage episode. It is. Which I, I love, love it. I love it. Um, and now we're going to tie in something from last week's or no, a couple weeks episode aka today's episode i think with the cult okay and Ooh. gadget um you know just coming ah. up with whatever that fuck she wants yep as inventions um so they they run up to the ranger plane and they're like what the fuck apparently gadget on monty's orders has been like fixing oh, no. the ranger plane uh-huh. so that rather than just flying the plane and using like the power of I guess what is it like propulsion or whatever propellers do I I actually don't know how planes really work I'm somewhat embarrassed to say that I'm fascinated by it but like whatever jet propulsion I don't know instead of fly things fly and Uh instead of that they actually uh turn it into like an exercise machine so that they have (laughs) they pedal wagon the plane now the ranger plane (laughs) Chip and Dale are fucking pissed. One because it means more exercise, and two because it means a very slow Those moving. Are so plane. much slower. Yes. Oh, I too would be pissed. It is hilarious because Gadget's response, like while Chip and Dale are flabbergasted, like jaw dropped, pissed off. Uh-huh. Gadget, she's like obvi down for whatever, and it's just game to fuck around and invent whatever and find out what yeah. happens. Yeah. As we know now, she's like. Golly, I was just trying to be helpful. <laughs> yeah, gosh, it's like I'm so, I'm being supportive our friend of our friend who's going through an addiction problem. I thought I thought you guys would be on board. Yeah, right? so I, I'm just I'm just I'm just doing my job, y'all. I'm just, yeah, I'm just too smart. I can That's just it. I can just invent anything. And yeah, so I just Aww. I had to do it. <laughs> And so in our next scene, we see them pedaling the ranger plane through the fucking city to track down these fruit bats. But it is obviously taking forever. They're moving very slowly. And no surprise, the very person who recommended this upgrade is the person who was having the worst time. Monty, he's like huffing and puffing, totally winded and exhausted, like can't even talk. Chip and Dale are like, oh, we got to go this way. Like, come on, we got to pedal faster. Like, yeah. And like, he's oh, like, I see a trail of fruit. In my uh, okay, Mike. <laughs> like, like, he is not having a good time uh-huh. at all. And so Chip is like, okay, we're never going to fucking catch up to them. Like, we need to just turn around and go home. Oh, this isn't going to work. Yikes. But right when he says that, a bunch of like 
food waste just like falls on them (laughs) or like right in front of them and so they look up and they see that the bats are actually like right over Ah. they're like hanging on this like awning or you know like the little statues that hang off the side oh yeah like hanging on one of those yeah munching on this bag of fruit Mm -hmm. and so moments later the bats, as they're like, you know, talking, well, I guess that the rescue rangers were like, all right, let's go like land the plane somewhere like flying closer. Uh-huh. I'm not really sure how the physics worked if they were. We already said we don't know how planes work. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't ask. Like I don't know. know how flight distance works either <laughs> and how fruit waste travels in the wind. Doesn't matter. Half research, quarter research episode. Didn't research <laughs> this part Zero of it. research yeah. episode <laughs> or whatever. And so, um, yeah, a couple seconds later, we see the bats there eating this food, still talking about Fat Cat, how they're happy that he gives them fruit, but that he is still a total asshole, new <laughs> son of a something. Uh-huh. And they notice that one of these armored helicopters is again making its way through the city. Uh-huh. And so they end their snack break pretty abruptly and they start to take flight after the helicopter, leaving mm. the sack of fruit just like hanging on that little statue that they mm. were uh, chilling on. And so the rescue rangers see this and Chip is immediately able to deduce, to deduce that the bats must be the ones going after these helicopters. Uh, and so they're like, all right, we got to pedal even faster now because now we know what's going on. These mm-hmm. bats, they're getting the jewels from these armored helicopters. They're giving them to Fat Cat because mm. they now know that he, they're working for him. Yeah. And let me tell you, I mentioned it before. Monty, he's not having a good time. Well, right now he's having an even worse Oh my God, because they're not like in pursuit. Yeah, in pursuit. Oh, so like no. blood pressure is up because they're like, all right, we got our oh, no, and we're pedaling faster. Oh, no. And I guarantee you that he is really regretting his decision to have Gadget fix yeah. the danger uh-huh. plane. But as they're flying towards this helicopter, a like downdraft from the propellers like is pushing, pushing them. See, we do know how some things wow. work. Yeah. Oh, we it's like pushing the ranger plane away. Yeah. And it makes it really hard for them to like actually get to the Close helicopter to before the bats yeah. do. And so I don't remember how, but the bats somehow like cut a hole. Do they cut a hole into it or do they just open it? They have to, they cut a hole into the safe. Should the- Armor, yeah. maybe not. You know we don't know how physics works. I don't know. We we just said that. I don't we know. don't know. Okay, like we know how like every other thing works. It's like one out of two things <laughs> yeah. we understand. It's like oh yeah, the propellers. Oh yeah, naturally. Yeah, yeah. Plane. What? How do I don't know how a plane works. I don't know. <laughs> like dig a dig a hole into it. I don't know. Literally fifty percent research. <laughs> um, and so gadget is like, well, I, I've got an idea. I know how to actually like latch us, latch the ranger plane onto the helicopter. Mm. So she like shoots a like plunger type thing. Classic. They, course, they love so, the plunger. Yeah, move. Their, their woodland creature invention. Uh-huh. And like you know, cranks them up there. And I'm actually realizing like. The dynamic of Gadget, she's not only like their engineer and inventor extraordinaire, she's probably like the best at like stealth and like reconnaissance. Oh, 100%. As well. She like puts suction cups like on her legs and is like and walking up. upside down on this That's helicopter. Badass. Like, I love yeah, gadget. like scaling the rope and, shit. and then like throws another plunger down and like, oh my like, God, she's definitely the smartest. Oh, for sure. And best at the her game. Her zipper could probably handle everything they on pro- there. They do. Yeah. 
yeah. they do handle they everything on their own. Um, which have you seen the movie yet? No, not okay. yet. Okay, well, I won't mention it, but you know, I know. one day bonus content bonus content very funny anyway so gadget she's like up there doing initial recon to figure out where the bats like went and how they got in there Mm. okay yeah so i did write it here they're just straight up drilling a hole in the side of the helicopter where did they get the drill from that's the bigger also like isn't it supposed to be like everything proof yeah (laughs) whatever armor (laughs) but a drill works oh (laughs) probably a drill that they got like home depot yeah good to know like an industrial (laughs) just like your regular little handheld yeah yeah okay this is good to know cool um yeah so they drill a hole in the side and just make their way on in uh god that's funny i keep i even wrote a note here i don't remember how they drilled it they like bring a power driller (laughs) sometimes my notes are very funny to myself Uh um and so meanwhile monty still out of breath and tired from all of the pedaling he is struggling to scale across this rope that gadget has you know thrown across so chip Uh and dale they're just like going yeah cruising zipper obviously flies yeah monty is like hanging by like two fingers like heavily breathing in the air air. okay yeah and um he actually falls (laughs) oh no Okay, I did not think you were going to say that. <laughs> he falls. He falls, plunging down towards the ground below. Thank God. God. Zipper, though, with his super strength. Literally and so fucking been, strong. By the, I didn't mention it. Like, I didn't go into detail about their little, like, workout montages. <laughs> was he but, the strongest? Yeah, he was, like, pumping weights. <laughs> like, doing all this stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, yeah, you see him, like, too. channel that and be like, yeah, like, let's go. Yeah. Down this is, like, stage. actually the gadget and Zipper game. I'm telling like, you, like, they could do it all themselves. Yeah. Everyone else is comic relief and or just a wild card. Yeah, who gets I bet. Gadget and Zipper actually like between the Rescue Ranger cases go solve cases on their own, <laughs> like mm-hmm. on the regular. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. Most likely. Which um, man? Maybe we'll watch the movie too. We might have to watch. We may watch it tonight. It's only like an hour and a half long. <laughs> All right. Because I feel like you really have to watch it after saying these things now, because it's very funny how they how they evolve their relationship, like the dynamic uh, between Zipper and Gadget. Okay. In interesting. The, in the interesting. Future. Anyway. So Zipper, after all this pump and iron and everything, he is able to grab Monty and he can't like lift him back up, but he slows the fall. Yeah. So he's like pulling him. He can't get to the helicopter, but then Chip and Dale like unleash the, um, the rope or whatever. Oh, Again, down. superhero fashion, just like Geronimo. Damn. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say Geronimo. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> they get all down there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they grab him. And uh, fling him, I think, yeah, like right into one of the sacks that the bats are carrying. Oh, okay. I don't know how they got it. And they probably Whatever. picked it up from the stash. Yeah, sure. It took them fucking forever to get over there yeah. on the plane. So let's be exactly. real. They had plenty of time to not just snack on the fruit, but to like get the bag back yeah. after getting the shit. So, excuse me, they land in this sack and then the bats start flying it away from the helicopter actually uh-huh. and then meanwhile zipper though he decides to stay behind to tell gadget what's going on because ah. gadget's like she has no clue she's, like, fuck is yeah, everyone. she's like up there getting ready to like pull them back up on the rope like all right guys go ahead and looks down and everyone's <laughs> gone she's straight up like wait what are they doing y'all and then zipper's like no nah, it's, it's cool it's cool here's what's going yeah, down they're on their way he couldn't hang so they're <laughs> and they were like god you know they yeah. give each other a, like a knowing look of just like yeah. 
again. We would have solved this case exactly weeks ago weeks if ago. not for them. Yes. So they decide, Monty, Dale, and Chip decide to like investigate where the bats are going. Zipper tells Gadget. She's like, all right, well, let's get back in the Ranger plan. I guess <laughs> I just did all of this intense recon right, for fucking for nothing. nothing. So the bats, they return to Fat Cat with this bag of stolen jewels mm. and such, which again, they ate all the fruit. Yeah. They swapped the fruit to the bag to the uh, safe and uh-huh. they took the jewels out. And Fat Cat, he's like very like hedonistically going through all of these items, like bathing himself oh my in God. like hedonism by <laughs> Yeah, just like bathing himself in the jewels. Like, oh, it's so wonderful. Oh my god. Oh, look at how amazing my riches that I literally paid nothing. And also, like the slave labor got me. The three goons, and then like the three bats are just sitting there. Like, (laughs) Like, should we leave? (laughs) Should you get a private room? Can you like? Should we close the door? (laughs) Yeah. Like, are we dismissed? Like, this is fucking. This is uncomfortable. Um, but then, and I should say, by the way, like the bats just dropped off the bag and then I guess they went somewhere for like a quick nap or something because they actually, yeah, they actually weren't in the room as he's like bathing himself, but the the three henchmen were and just like still awkward. It's funny because they are, if I remember, they are kind of just like awkwardly standing there partially because he's so fat cat is so temperamental that they're like anyone is just afraid to say anything because oh, they yeah, don't want him to snap. snap. Yep. So it's like half that and also half like, do you need some privacy? <laughs> How do we leave the room yeah. right now? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he's going through how amazing all these jewels are, but his joy quickly turns to sadness as he realizes that sooner or later, the cops are going to wise up and find another way to ship the jewels because ah. this armored helicopter thing has failed multiple times now. Yeah. Clearly the taxpayer money is being wasted. Yeah. They they're going to make a new plan. A little bit cle- more clever. Okay. Yes. And so that cat says that at that point, whenever the cops do come up with a new transit plan, he's, this is offensive. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm Disclaimer. ready. He says that he will return the fruit bats to Jamaica as soon as he doesn't need them anymore. He literally says return. He says return, at which point he will, I will return them to Jamaica. I just. <sighs> and that he says some other things. That was the most appropriate line I felt like putting in here. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Does Fat Cat is like all of his actual wealth from the like slave trade on the side here? Starting to sound like it. (laughs) Okay. I mean, at least if not, at least like clearly, um, because at least you know, ethnic minority. Well, I guess they're not an ethnic minority in Jamaica. Yeah. Like, (laughs) actually, maybe not even globally. Which is another conversation yeah. for another day. Anyway, like, he's deeply in exploited this, in this non-white community. Yes. He is using their labor clearly. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, clearly exploitively. And um, yeah. the fact that he is returning them as if they are an item. Exactly. That he purchased. Exactly. This is slavery. To just Got it. Use at his disposal. Yes. Okay. When he wants. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Um, 
But anyway, so the explanation of his shitty back- backstabbing plan <laughs> is interrupted when the fruit bats return to Fat Cat. Ooh, awkward. They've woken up from their nap, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're checking in to see if he needs anything else from them because okay. they're very good hearted. Like, honestly, they just they're really just in it for the fruit. Yeah. Like, they're just there because they're, they're hungry. living. They are evil, but they're also very sweet, much That's like it. the fruit that they enjoy. Aww. Yes. And so Fat Cat, he thanks them again for the wonderful, wonderful haul, mm-hmm. noting, you know, all these things you've stolen are so great. I mm. think I'm good here. But at that moment, as he's like picking things out, who does he see? The rescue rangers like peeking their heads. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit, he's not. He didn't see us, right? Rescue rangers. Oh god. Oh, shit, I think he saw us. Did he see us? Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, which one? <laughs> Great, subtle. And so there's a little bit of a chase around his office, aka mm-hmm. mostly, if I recall, the henchmen and the bats while Fat Cat is playing them around. Yeah. Um, actually saying like super disgusting shit. Like Fat Cat is threatening to like blend them into a puree or like into preserves. He's like, whip out the Cuisinart. <laughs> Was this which, sponsored by which good press for Queen's Yeah, like early spawn con. It is so powerful that you can grind chipmunks and mice into preserves <laughs> using it. If you have no problem, got a rodent problem, get a Cuisinart, baby. <laughs> God, should we send them this episode to get a sponsorship? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Free ad for them. Probably. Great. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Maybe you know someone who works for some adjacent con. We'll figure it out. Or like, yeah, if you're out there, <laughs> tweet it. Give us a call. Or, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so as the bats and the henchmen start to move in on the rangers, <laughs> the building actually like entirely starts to shake. Yes. Okay. A lot of twists and turns in this yes. episode. You know? Okay. And so it's rattling. Everything inside is like shaking in the office and like falling off the walls. And outside in the sky, like you look up and above the office slash warehouse home of that cat, whatever, mm-hmm. we see one of the armored helicopters, oh. aka the armored helicopter that they okay. were just chasing. And as it turns out, that hook or whatever with like the plunger thing that uh-huh. Gadget had dropped down to like connect the ranger plane or like yeah. to jimmy them between the ranger plane to the helicopter. Uh-huh. I guess she like never pulled it back up or reeled it back up. So it's just like dangling Hanging from still. this armored Okay, cool. And it latches as the helicopter's flying over the hook like latches onto the uh that golden cat statue on top of the warehouse (laughs) and actually starts to like pull up the fucking roof of the whole building oh my god so these armored helicopters are legit fucking strong it's like military grade so again i don't know what kind of fucking drill yeah got through it (laughs) also (laughs) at this point in the story um the rescue rangers haven't really done anything to solve this crime like they're only getting out of it right now because of an accident yeah again and um here's the funny part gadget like deliberately left the hook down she was like oh that'll get him yep okay and gadget again fucking saving the day okay yeah these two are the rescue rangers essentially (laughs) we're learning yes um 
Because yeah, like we, so after we see like all the commotion in Fat Cat's office, and then the camera goes to like the police officers in the helicopter, like, I don't know what the fuck we're stuck to, what's happening? <laughs> but Gadget, she's like kind of smirking and pushes a button that reels the line up right as it gets hooked Fucking onto bro. the statue. Amazing. And it rips the whole statue and the roof off of uh, Fat Cat's HQ, Damn. which then forces all of them to run away. But also, weirdly, I guess it like tilts the building or something. I don't know. Okay, because it's just forces. like pulling it. Yeah, Physics. The jewels all like fall out of the building <laughs> onto the street below. Oh, I mean, if you're walking hey, by at that moment, lucky you. that's fucking sweet. Fuck you yeah. know what? New York City, the place where dreams come true. <laughs> Anything can happen. Jewels fall from the sky. <laughs> if you just awesome. stand like this long enough, a diamond necklace will fall into your hand at some point, or something much grosser, or a brittle poop on yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like someone will like actually like throw shit out of their yeah, window, probably or, like, spit out of their window, yeah, or a brittle shit on you. Yep. That's more likely. But hey. Depending on your outlook on life, maybe that's as good as a diamond. It's what you're into. Mm. Gross. <laughs> teach throw. I'm not here yeah. to shame you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not shame, you. shame you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> kink shame. If that's what gets you off, whatever. Yeah, live your life. <laughs> like walking around New York, like shit in your hand. Yeah, just waiting for I'm someone to throw. Hand again. <laughs> waiting for birds to poop on you. Live Ew. your best life. <laughs> And so the cops, they are on to like all of this activity. They see the building shaking and this armored helicopter stuck on something yeah. in the middle of the sky. <laughs> so they come in cars careening down the street and they actually happen to notice like all of the stolen jewels yeah, just, right like, there. there. And they're literally just like, oh my God, the stolen jewels. Wait, also, are they like, we solved it? Yep. No, <laughs> that's, that's like my last line. Like literally, um, so all of the animals who were behind the crimes were able to get away before uh-huh. the police could figure out who was behind the mystery. Which they wouldn't have figured out that it was yes, animals. exactly. And yeah. so they're like, well, we don't know where they came from. But here, we, we did it. it. We did it. Wow, and like classic. The, the press immediately moves in and is like, and it's like they solved it. Now, I will say, as we watch the story unfold on the news, like the next day, the press is saying, like, we still don't know who was behind it or who actually oh. found it. Like, we don't okay. know who the heroes or the villains are. But thank God the police are on the case. We're on the case. Like, uh, really, like, Gadget uh, saved the whole day, yeah. essentially. So, yeah, Gadget's and some um, really heroes. Got yeah. It. And so, just very quickly, I will say, as the last line here like as they're watching the news doing this Monty has decided um you know all right maybe like everything in moderation (laughs) you know I don't need to be like a workout freak I don't Uh need to be like eating parsley sprigs I don't need to deprive you all of your sweet treats Uh like I gotta be responsible but we can like chill and so they all just like take a hot tub bath together (laughs) what and say everything in moderation. Like what? I really- <laughs> they're in a hot tub. Is what? it in their treehouse? In their treehouse. What? That's what I wrote. <laughs> so it must have at least somewhat happened. Um, I think I think the thing they were saying, like some, someone was joking around saying, like, oh, so are we gonna like go work out again or like oh does that mean we're gonna go chill? Yeah, and they're like, no, let's just go get in the hot tub, everything in moderation, and then they do their awkward laugh as the camera like fades. Yeah, like, yeah, like, freeze frame. Ignore that ending. Okay, I had a lot I had a lot of questions about like 
how this crime was solved, the cops, all that kind of stuff. I don't care None about that anymore. <laughs> I only care about this hot tub situation within this office place. <laughs> well, I mean, it's no, it was on the rest of the ranger um, station. But, but I mean, but it's both an office and a residential. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go. I wish I remember what they were using as a hot tub because you know how they use like like uh, like it's like a, yeah, it's like a coffee cup or something right. probably. Yeah. Wow. Um, um, I don't recall, but yeah, they were enjoying a nice soak soak sesh. Okay. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> That's maybe the weirdest ending of any of our episodes. Last. Yeah, with no one knowing who, with no one in like the real world, no humans knowing yeah. who the criminal act <laughs> like that cat gets away clean. Right. And really Henchmen get away clean. Bats only get away Gadget clean. and Zipper deserve this hot tub yeah. bath. They yeah, the ones no who actually worked shit. the hardest. Yeah. I mean, I guess. See, but it was all accidental. Like Chip and Dale knew that Fat Cat was the one behind it, but only because they decided to duck to out of the ditch. run. Yeah. Yeah. Ended up in a bag of, or in a crate of fruit that the henchmen then yeah. like everything was so coincidental. Yeah. Like, they no one really solved a crime no, here. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay. Wow. Well, but great job. It. And so that was wild. Thank you. Thank you. And um I know I mentioned it yesterday and I really just thought of it last night as I was, as I was rewatching this episode. Um, I have a book on my bookshelf actually that I think really oh, yeah, you mentioned it, yeah. some of the themes in this episode so, I'm so like, well. I'm trying to get your bookcase over it's there. It's the book called Tomato Land. Okay. Yeah, I read it in college for what class was that? It was um political geography. Okay. Which was a course that essentially talked about the way not just the way that the the environment and like geography at a larger scale involves politics Mm -hmm. but also kind of like the inverse the way politics are kind of local based on like your geographic region yeah yeah so it looked at like both ends of that like how in history geography has affected politics and how politics have affected geography tomato land Land. it's a book by a guy named barry estabrook Okay. Who he's a James Beard award winning um, writer. So not chef actually. Yeah. Um, It was an article. So I guess maybe he wrote for a food magazine or I think he typically writes food related articles Mm. and he decided to do this investigative report to figure out um, kind of like what is the life of a tomato Oh, in America. Yeah, yeah. And like kind of like the food politics. Exactly. Ooh, the food politics. Cool. And so he, I believe he went to Georgia. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. I haven't read the book since like 2011. But yeah, he went somewhere in the South. I want to say it was Georgia. And uh-huh. he like surveilled a tomato farm down there. And it really was interesting the way that it looked at agribusiness, mm. but also more unfortunately modern day slave labor yeah i was about to ask about to be like oh georgia yes and that's (laughs) why i'm thinking it was georgia because some of you if you listen to the news often i believe it was just earlier this year there was a massive essentially slave ring uncovered Mm -hmm. on a farm in georgia Mm -hmm. most likely a tomato farm or at least a farm that had tomatoes yeah an agricultural yes some sort of farm where essentially uh, a lot of people from Central America, maybe even South America too, and Mexico, they migrate to the United States. 
they may not be here legally. So they do under the table work. Mm -hmm. Um, They end up very oftentimes working on farms, sometimes in the South. And essentially they're just totally taken advantage of and Mm -hmm. abused or paid pennies a day doing Mm backbreaking work, not really given the proper equipment to do their jobs. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere to go and report this. Exactly. Get protection. And in fact, there have been legal cases saying that, um, (laughs) I think it's, it's either social workers or like union leaders for like different farmers unions they have a constitutional right to go and talk to these people when they're on the job because a lot of these big, oh. like big business farms <clears throat> yeah. will like yeah. stop them from getting on the property. Like, no, you can't come in here. They're like, dude, we represent them. Like, right. We're either like their lawyer or their union representative yeah. or like their social, their casework. Right. Whether you can't yeah. stop us from seeing the conditions that they're yeah. in. So that some of those cases might have been challenged. So it may be like a state by state thing. But um, generally speaking, like these big business farmers don't want people to see what's happening on Mm, these farms because the abuse is that bad. Yeah. And so as I was rewatching this episode last night, I was like, good God, this reminds me of the fucking slave ring, slave labor ring down on farms in the (laughs) probably not just the South. Yeah, everywhere. It's just that's the one that got most recently. I was going to say just. America. Uh, literally paying these people nothing. (laughs) Literally paying these people absolutely, or in this case, these bats, nothing. Coincidentally paying them fruit, Fruit. which is what the slaves in Georgia are fucking farming. Um, Yeah. And then treating them like shit, like totally disposable. Returning. Yeah. Return. Returning. Return their property. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to say some of the other fat cat quotes. I know. I'm going to rewatch. I'm going to go yeah. watch this episode. I mean, yeah, everyone go watch. Like it's, well, I don't know. I don't think it's the greatest episode for other reasons as we discussed. Like yeah. the crime really wasn't. What weird. happened Yeah, like, what happened? It was weird. <laughs> there was a lot going on, yeah. but I was too far into writing it to be like, well, I'm not going to not <laughs> yeah, turn it around yeah. now. Yeah. So uh, I, I figured it was still worth talking about, but yeah. definitely go still watch it. It is a bit offensive. I feel like I've given yeah. a fair and warning. And maybe read that, Tomato Lamb because yeah. that, I mean, I'm like, if you want to borrow, it's really yeah. good. That is probably like I don't really recommend books often, not because I don't I like don't think it's a good thing to do, but it's honestly because I don't read like that many full yeah. books. I mostly just read comics and like more um like research-based stuff, like yeah. articles yeah, and like, new, stuff like, like digital. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is like one of the only books that I've actually like recommended to oh, several wow. people. Cool. Because I think the way that it investigates this agro just agribusiness at large and just how you know the detriment on the environment Mm -hmm. the detriment on our individual health yeah the detriment on the working class and like like on poor people in terms of like modern day slavery it's like oh my god there are so many things coming to a head at this that i think we're also touched on a bit in this episode of rescue rangers so yeah um, part of me is like was this episode actually canceled because like big ag saw it and they were like Mm -mm. pull it down or just like big capitalism in general right like Like, no 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 like not because it was offensive we don't essentially pay our workers and like fruit that we stole and then (laughs) do the backbreaking work to make us and then we just get hella fucking richer we don't do that at all with our our golden statues of ourselves oh my god whoa whoa yeah there was a 
big lobbyist on this episode yeah. to get this shit pulled down. We got that shit again. Down. Take it off of Disney. Not because it was offensive, but because it was exposing. It's too true. Oh fuck, yeah. Disney. Mm-hmm. They took it too far by making the uh, Jamaican accents very offensive. <laughs> but the message behind the episode, I think, is damn. Important. Yeah, Disney was so, radical deep down. They were. They were those eighty. Actually, hold on. I wrote the uh, who wrote this. One. I think. Wait, I think most of it was written by Tad Stone. He's one of them. Yeah. Deb Ross and Tad Stone. Yeah. Those two. I would love to talk. I don't know if they're still alive, but well, if they are, I, I bet they're like super Stone, lefties now. I know. And then, then yeah. I think Tad Stone wrote a bunch of like Darkwing Duck episodes mm. and stuff too. He's wow. he's around on the Disney scene for awesome. sure. So awesome. Good that, for him. that explains why there's some consistent like humor and what yes, exactly. These shows. Wow, great awesome. job. Thank you. Thank you. Good work. So that friends, that is the battle of the bulge. And um again. Yeah. I don't know why, other than the fact that the bats have wings and can fly. Why the fuck it was called that? Yeah. I don't know either. You know what? Leave a comment. If you're if a historian you, yeah, and you know war history. how this connects, let us know. Yeah, please. Yeah. Because uh, other than the fact that it involves helicopters and bats, I have no idea why they need yeah. this battle. Email us, leave a comment. I guess fruit has bulges sometimes. I don't it know. Should. It's I a mean, stretch. Yeah. It's I'm, a stretch. I'm really reaching for time. You're trying to I'm help. Trying, trying for to help sake. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, so until wow. we figure out, though, why the fuck that's yes. what they mean. Um, who should we have them tell? Who should the who should um, our lovely audience tell about you know, this podcast? I think you should. I think you should. You know, it's summertime mm-hmm. in our hemisphere, at least, and uh, there's a lot of farmers markets popping up right now. Ooh, yeah. Um, in support of uh, local, hopefully more ethical, grown yeah. food and fruit, and supporting local. And yeah, you're. Uh, your neighbors yeah family and friends um i think you should tell your local farmer at a farmer's market like wherever you get your fave produce or if you haven't been to your local farmer's market yet look one up try and go try and check it out um learn more yeah about where your food comes from and tell your local uh local farmer at the farmer's market be Mm -hmm. like Hey, I appreciate what you do. I'm gonna buy. I'm buy some fruit here. Buy some veggies. And by the way, while you're while you're working, working, just pop in some Saturday morning mysteries. <laughs> just you know, <laughs> while you're working those fields. Yeah, like um, everyone's got the AirPods yeah, nowadays. Right. Like, yeah, you and your family. Your yeah, exactly. <laughs> just turn the volume all the way. <laughs> yeah, we'll get nicer headphones or like giant speakers. Yeah, just listen to some sat more and miss. Uh, while awesome. you do the work, start from the beginning because those are long ass days if you're a farmer. Oh, yeah, most of the time. So, you got a couple of us to catch up on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, who else? Cool. And so, hmm, I would say, hey, I mean, maybe it's a stereotype, but don't farmers usually have like a shit ton of kids? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if they have kids, yeah, tell the farmer's kid as well. Yes, they're the ones probably working the exactly. farmers. I was like, that's why they stand. have a bunch of kids. So like, yeah. Or maybe I'm like living in the past, like in, in children, yeah, I don't know in children of the corn. That's why they have like, <laughs> there were so many kids there to work the field. Yeah. And then those kids fucking took 
over. Anyway, <laughs> uh-huh. that's a different story. So well, yeah, tell them tell, yeah. So the farmer has like his kids working the uh, his or her kids working the um the you like know the, the kind of produce and, yeah, it's yeah. like a family affair. Then well, make sure you let the kids know, especially too. when it's like you know this happens at you know the little farmers market stands all the time that the adult is there like you know Working helping you waste up and that kind of stuff yeah. and you see the like 11 year old like on their phone in the background just like <sighs> why am i so I, yeah like i wish i was fucking with my friends to, like yeah. god damn it, i have to be here be like hey see so you're on your phone right there yeah. you know you should check out that more miss that more miss baby yeah. and it'll probably be an early saturday morning with farmers markets on our saturday Ooh, morning exactly. so. so it'll be a fresh episode that yes. just dropped right when you let them exactly know. i love it Boom. great cool. well until, until then, then uh thanks for tuning in to saturday morning mysteries if you enjoyed this episode please share rate review leave us a like and drop a comment we post episodes every saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it so please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We we believe in you. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Satmore Mist, all the abreeds, and let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode. See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries. Bye.